Welcome to your new favorite podcast, OMLS, with your host, Aryaman Varma. Here, Aryaman chats with religious leaders, economists, and modern philosophers to help shine a light on the dark corners of economics and religion. So without any further ado, let's kick off this episode. Welcome to OMLAS, where we delve into the minds of remarkable individuals shaping the world of finance and innovation. Today, we have the privilege of sitting down with a visionary entrepreneur who has revolutionized the banking industry. He's the co-founder and CEO of Oakmilk Bank, a digital bank transforming the way small and medium-sized businesses access funding. Please join me in welcoming the brilliant mind behind this fintech revolution, Rishi Kosla. It's an honor to have you here. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. To get started then, can you share the story behind the founding of Oak North Bank and what inspired you to create a technology-driven lending platform? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Oak North is um, the second business for my co-founder and myself. Um, our first business was a data analytics business. And whilst we were building that, we just experienced how bad banks were in supporting growth businesses. And um, uh, we said to ourselves as we were building that, that it's amazing that um, there's been so much innovation in banking, especially for the consumer um, and probably for the micro micro company as well. But if you're a somewhat larger company doing, I don't know, whatever, a few million in revenue up to, up to almost like 100 million in revenue, the type of support that you get from commercial banks <coughs> is... Um, is pretty suboptimal and our view was actually if you can take what we learned around data analytics technology and just a new service model you can come up with a much better solution to fundamentally delight the customer sure and um oak north is obviously known for its innovative approach to credit analysis could you explain how your data-driven model differs from traditional banks methods and how it makes them stand out Sure. A traditional bank, basically, a traditional bank who's looking to make a whatever, call it a five million pound loan, sure. um, will have a credit policy for that particular sector. On their credit policy, they'll have their parameters in terms of ratios where they can sort of min max in terms of where they can lend to. They'll analyze the company's three years historicals and, and fundamentally make a decision, obviously simplifying the process uh, in terms of how they described it. What Oak North would do is our frameworks allow us to really use the same approach that you'd use if you were evaluating a 200 million pound loan, um, where we're pro- producing a forecast for the business. We're then running different scenarios for different types of environments against that forecast. On the basis of that, we're not only lending, we're, we're making a lending decision, not only for where the business is today and, and what the historics look like, but also what the future requirements are. And therefore, we're structuring something which actually solves for where they're going for versus where they've been. Sure. Sure. And how does this approach allow you to better serve um, SMEs? I mean, it basically allows us to help, help those companies fund themselves for their growth um, and and therefore enables them to be able to grow faster and not have the friction of continually having to go back for debt financing every year, two years, depending on the growth rate. So even if you take a company which is growing 20% a year and you, you go back 12 months and then you go forward the next 12 months, 
you sort of say point to point that's over 40 percent in terms of how the company's changed and during like with 40 percent growth the needs of the businesses are very different right so so by doing what we're doing we're helping those businesses actually get get the tailwind they need to grow right and in a world where financial technology is obviously rapidly evolving uh, how does Oak North continue to stay at the forefront of innovation? So it's a good question. When you when you look at sort of the fact that we started the business, we launched the business in September 2015, so almost eight years well, almost eight years ago to the to the day. Um, we were the first bank in Europe which was on the cloud in terms of our core banking systems, etc. We then probably refreshed the part of our tech stack in 2017, 2018. And today we're working on a full refresh of our whole, our whole tech stack, the whole way we approach servicing, um, and delivering for our customers. Um, because if we don't do that, then we don't stay ahead of innovation. Um, so our whole approach is to do that and, and therefore continually push the envelope in terms of how can we make sure we're continually delivering for the customer? And again, it's not innovation for innovation's sake. It's, it's an innovation for ultimately delivering delight for the customer, improving efficiency internally and, um, and, and fundamentally delivering better credit outcomes for everyone. Of course. And, um, in five years time, where do you see Oak North being? Um, five years is a long time. Um, oh. so. Look, we're, we're already perform within the top 1% of commercial banks globally. Yeah. Um, and when you look at size and scale, um, I mean, five years, I would sort of say a broader, broader service offering, um, to, to our customers, um, more geographies in terms of where we're, where, where we're actually operating. Um, but still very focused on delivering for what we call the missing middle, i.e. these businesses which are um, smaller than larger corporate businesses, but bigger than, than micro, micro SMEs. Sure. And talking about the future and urgent concerns, many businesses are now focusing on their environmental impact. How does Oak North incorporate sustainability into its operations uh, and decision-making process? Yeah, so it's, I would say that we... I mean, I think we've been ranked as um, the I don't know, ranked number two as as leading fintech in terms of our climate agenda. Right. Um, uh, we have all well since 2019 with the climate on our agenda. We started using offsets to hit net zero. Sure. Um, and and we've continued to do that over the last years. Um, we have a whole product within our credit intelligence um, uh, software product around climate, which we use internally, but we also license to other banks. Um, and through that, we not only have a sense of our own climate footprint, but we also have a sense of our financed emissions, which is probably one of the biggest challenges for all banks. Sure. Um, we have published our TCFD report. Um, which uh, again covers our whole loan book, and we believe we're one of the first banks to do that, uh, because most banks who have released TCFD reports have focused on 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 a handful of sectors versus their whole loan book. 
Um, so, and, and then we've made very specific commitments in terms of getting to net zero by 2035, um, which is significantly ahead of, ahead of, let's say, the market. Right. And obviously, clearly, um, Oak North is doing a lot about sustainability. And it, wh- where has that come from? Is that something that you've always had? Um, like, where, what's the motivation behind such a focus on sustainability? So, so our whole our whole view is is that if you if you look at what Adnorf does, it helps entrepreneurs get the funding they need to grow their businesses. Now again, scale up businesses, not start up businesses. And within that, if you look at those businesses, they generally tend to be the employment generators and high employment generators within the community. They generally tend to be the highly productive businesses. So we've always had like a view of we're doing something which is actually a net positive for communities. We're helping communities in a way which is, um, which, which sort of stops all communities being yeah. away, high streets, et cetera, being taken over by large corporates. So that social mindedness has been with us from, from the get go. And therefore climate just became like an obvious area that we felt like we need to be ahead of. Um, just given that it again, it's, it's very aligned with, with, with how we think about how to do business. And, um, what, what excites you and worries you about technology with regards to the future of banking and finance? I mean, look, the, the, the obvious, the obvious response of that will be Gen AI, right? I mean, yeah. there's so much, um, there's so much potential, um, and where does it start? Where does it stop? What are the potential biases within it? Um, what implications do those biases have? Um, et cetera. So it's an area that we're experimenting. Um, not, I mean, at the moment, again, where we're sort of, we are experimenting even in credit, but we're implementing in other areas today. Um, and I think we'll, we'll have other areas probably start being large users of Gen AI before we move to credit, but we are experimenting across the board. Sure. And uh, I think beyond lending, Oak North also offers saving products. Could you elaborate on these offerings and what their benefit, what, I mean, how the customers benefit from this? Sure. So we, we offer savings products to um, uh, about 250, 300,000 um, consumers. Um, ultimately, they're putting their savings with Oak North. Oak North's helping British businesses build themselves, um, etc. So there's there's definitely an element of by by saving with Oak North, you are helping British businesses. Um, at the same time, the customers clearly get they get paid well, right? So they 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 get um, very attractive rates. Um, from Oak North in terms of uh, versus high street banks. Sure. And what advice would you give to entrepreneurs and startups looking to disrupt or innovate within the financial industry? Look, I think that there there are a few. I mean, uh, as with as with any as with starting any business, you have to have massive conviction on your idea. Right. Um, you have, I would say, within the financial services industry specifically, um, our approach is not to play regulatory arbitrage, but to actually have a very transparent, open um, relationship with the regulators. 
um, because in, in the financial services industry, that's that's binary risk, right? In terms of a risk which can take take you out of business. Um, but then figure out within within the requirements of regulations, how do you actually build an incredibly nimble, product-minded business? Um, and inevitably, that means you're you're probably not going to go out and hire. Lots of lots of existing bankers to to build the place. Um, traditional bankers, you need to have people who can definitely. Sure, and corporate social responsibility is a increasingly critical aspect of modern businesses. What are some of the CSR initiatives that Oak North is involved in, um, and how do they contribute to positive change in the communities? So, so number one, it links back to what we talked about in terms of like the the mission sure. um, to help the missing middle. Um, it links back to fundamentally our approach on climate. Um, but then we've also pretty much since we started the business been donating one percent of our annual profits through to charities, right? Um, uh, which operate in in certain segments so around. Um, STEM education, around um, early childhood development, around um, um, uh, climate uh, agendas, um, and and then uh, as of the last couple of years, we've also added that one um, percent of our team's time. So we finished with the one one plus one initiative. So obviously, Oak North's growth has been extremely impressive. But how have you been able to manage and balance this rapid expansion? whilst maintaining a consumer or customer-focused approach? I, I, I think the only way you can is by maintaining a customer-focused approach, right? Because ultimately, I just don't think you succeed unless you are, you are truly delivering for, for customers. Um, so, so I would say that in a way that, that there's the only way you can do that. Sure, and financial regulations and compliance is essential in the banking sector. So how does Oak North ensure that its operations remain compliant whilst also embracing technological advancements and progressions? So, so that, goes, that goes back to exactly the point we just talked about in terms of um, how do you make sure that you're not playing regulatory arbitrage? How do you make sure you are actually um, very much aligned with regulatory requirements and and and, and compliance with them um, from the get-go. So you build it in by design from the beginning, um, and in in a way you overinvest in it, um, which which is what we've done. Um, it's it's a different motion to many other industries where you don't. How can I put it? You don't have to make this front and center, but I think in a financial, in a highly regulated industry like banking, if you don't make it front and center, like I said, you've got binary risk. Right, right. And um, obviously, being an entrepreneur creates many opportunities to learn. So, what lessons have you personally learned from your journey as an entrepreneur and leader? Um, <laughs> you learn every day. <laughs> you learn every day. Um, so clearly having high conviction around your idea, the most important thing, having the hunger, therefore, to actually go out and execute and build and deliver, um, 
And then, as everyone will say, it's like it's all about the team you put around you, right? Because you need a team which fundamentally executes and makes, you know, the collective is way better than any individual. Um, and, and having that team, which is both high competency, but also highly vested. Um, so the one thing that we did in Oak North as well is in the early days, um, more like all the senior team members had put in the equivalent of one year's annual salary in cash as an investment into the company. And through that, it really felt like owners. They, they operated like owners. They felt like owners. Um, so, so that makes a big difference. Sure. And you obviously mentioned conviction. Is entrepreneurship something that you always saw yourself going into even when you were younger? Not always. I only decided at the age of six. <laughs> uh, and why, why at the age of six? What happened at the age of six? I guess that's the, that's the earliest I remember. I don't remember what I was doing when I was four or five. <laughs> so, so I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I've always wanted to build businesses. Um, yeah, I've, I've always had that bug. And uh, in your opinion, how can the financial industry as a whole contribute to a more sustainable and ethical global economy? You know, I think I think it goes back to what we talked about. It's sort of, I think for any business, not just financial services, it's it's building businesses which are socially minded, which actually have, like, is this fundamentally doing good? Is it doing good for the customer? Is it delivering? Um, is, is it a net additive from a societal perspective? Um, and And also then, how do you actually operate? How do you think about how you treat your suppliers or partners? How do you think about how you treat um, your uh, your teams? Um, except, and, and, you know, again, for your customer, you're fundamentally delivering true delight for your customers or 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 not. So I think it's, it's really the makeup of the DNA of how you do business right. um, versus something specific to financial services, in my view. Right, and Oak North... <laughs> Obviously, um, sounds like it's been a perfect success story, but I'm sure you've had a few bumps along the way. What are some of the challenges um, that you sort of faced uh, with the construction of Oak North and how did you overcome and learn from them? Um, look, ultimately not having operated um, in... In any regulated environment before, there was a lot of learning to be done, right? Of course. Um, and building any business, so so I wasn't a commercial banker. I had no commercial banking experience. I hadn't operated in a regulated industry. Um, and you put on top of that the fact that we got the third new banking license in 150 years in the UK, and building any businesses in a straight line. Yeah. So. There were lots of challenges, and in any business, there's always going to be challenges on a continuous basis, right? Right. Um, and I think that one of one of the early lessons I learned just on entrepreneurship is to be able to smooth out the highs and lows, um, because and, and I remember this from when we started our first business, right? Um, you you get a win, you you got ecstatic, and you have a loss, and you do the opposite, right? Right. Um, and that doesn't work very well, right, in terms of being able to operate on a daily basis. So 
to actually smoothing out the peaks and troughs and being able to just execute um, on a continuous basis is just so, so important to being able to get through any challenges of which, as I said, in building any business, there are always, always going to be many, many. Sure. And finally, I know we uh, touched on this a little bit earlier, but I think it's um, helpful to get a, a bit more insight into this. Looking ahead, what is your vision for the future of Oak North and what exciting developments can we expect to see? The vision is really to, to really solve for the missing middle, right? Ultimately to, to deliver, to deliver the ability for them to have a strong partner to actually grow and, and expand their businesses. So we don't end up in a world which is taken over by large corporates. Sure. And just one last question. Um, do you think good ethics is good business in the sense that this motivation to make positive change has actually helped um, Oak North grow and has helped financially. You know what? I think it's. I think it's just. It's. It's being. It's being good. It's being good. Um, being a good human being, right? So does it. Does it actually help? Um, help financially the business. Yeah. Um, I've never actually thought about it that way. Right. Um, I would argue it helps get people who are mission driven who therefore have the right attitude to solve for your customers, to do the right thing for your customers. By doing the right thing for your customers, you ultimately get get growth. And uh, you get, I mean, 80% of our business gets built, 80% of our volumes come in through referrals. Those sure. referrals come because we delight customers. So, so yes. Right. And that's a wrap for this episode of Omelas. We hope you gained valuable insight from our conversation with Mr. Rishi Kosler, the driving force behind Oak North. If you want to stay updated on our latest episodes, make sure to hit that subscribe button on our website, omelas.podbean.com. And remember, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review on the Podbean app. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Omelas podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thank you for listening. And we'll catch you in the next episode.